0: Hello everyone, this is Victoria with Simply Grand and welcome to Simply Grand's podcast. Simply Grand is all things fun for today's contemporary grandparents while honoring the ancestors. Thanks for tuning in. This week's podcast is brought to you by MIST, Mothers of Incarcerated Sons and Daughters. MIST has been an advocacy support group that has assisted families and persons dealing with incarceration and re-entry into the community in Kansas City, Missouri for over 10 years. This organization continues to be the lifeline for those who are seeking answers in dealing with the judicial system in regards to their loved one. Currently, MIST is raising funds to assist production of a virtual art show featuring artworks rendered by incarcerated artists and the inventory of their art is amazing. The show is coming soon, so please stay tuned for details. To make a financial contribution, you can visit misdkc.org, that's mistkc.org, or you can call 816-337-5876. Your support is greatly appreciated. Grandparents, ever wonder why you never heard back from that job you applied for online, especially the ones that has those assessment tests attached to it? You spend 45 minutes to an hour answering those questions? Agree? Strongly agree? Neutral? Disagree? Strongly disagree? You could have been deemed unhireable based on your answers. Yeah, they're fun to take in regards to giving us insights into what makes us tick, but when it comes to employment, that's a whole nother round that doesn't make it fun anymore. HBO Max has a gripping and somewhat terrifying documentary called Persona, the dark truth behind personality tests that takes a deep dive into the system and science of those tests That could be harmful to us, but we just don't know how harmful those tests are. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. So on today's show, I speak with branch manager at Top Resources Staffing Agency, Jane Johnson, as we discuss the assessment test and she gives insightful tips that can help you land that job, so stay tuned. And as always, I mentioned to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Continue to stay safe out there and wear your mask. Hello, Jane.
1: Hello, Jane. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I am well. So glad to have you on the show today. Um, You were the first person I thought of as I was watching the HBO Max documentary called Persona, the dark truth behind personality tests. And for those of you who have not seen it, I'll read a quick synopsis of the documentary. It says exploring the unexpected origins of America's obsession with personality testing. This documentary looks at the profound ways that ideas about personality tests have On the worlds around the world around the impact that impacts us from dating to landing a job. So right before I formally introduce you, have you had a chance to look at the documentary yet? I have not. You have not? Um, Okay, okay. Well, We will go into it and uh, I gave you a quick synopsis. So um, we'll talk about what the test is and how it impacts us as um, folks out here who's looking for jobs. But anyway, I want to formally introduce you. You you, you have 15 years experience at a staffing agency. Prior to that, you were a supervisor at uh, various call centers for 12 years. Currently, you are the branch manager for Top Resources, and you've been in that role for nine years. And Top Resources has been in business since 1969, and it's locally owned and operated by the same family since it was founded. And it's also a a diverse certified employer. Also, you are a member of the Kansas City Association for uh, Contact Center Professionals. And you attend the Chamber of Comment Chamber of Commerce function um, at a variety of local cities. And in the meantime, our spare time, you enjoy spending time with your family and especially your grandchildren while wow, you stay busy, right?
1: Oh yes, life is busy. Life is great. <laughs>
0: I bet. So within the documentary, Jane, it dives into personality assessment test, which I'm sure you've probably taken in your life or know about. Am I correct?
1: You are correct.
0: Okay. And it dives into the psyche of us as individuals and it puts us into these categories. Um, and it, it, sometimes, you know, it, it's accurate, you know, but in the film and what I began to realize watching the film, it really can be harmful especially when you're looking for work because as the documentary states it's designed to filter out uh candidates so first what do you think about that and um well just tell us about what you do at tops and then I'll proceed from there
1: well at top um we don't use any um... any sort of personality tests Um, we uh, you know work directly with some clients some long we have relationships with of some major companies here in Kansas City um, and we fill their orders Um, depending on the client sometimes um, there are some clients that do require pre-employment assessments but they always proctor those that's nothing that top has to do now, in my past experience, I worked for a company, I was on site at H&R Block, and they did a very specific personality test called Talent Plus, and I actually was trained to proctor Talent Plus to interviews, which is a type of personality test, but I think it's a little, I don't know, I was a real, I was a fan of it in a way, um, but I know that there are a lot of um, assessments out there. There's so many different ones that some of the questions are not, are, are very biased.
0: Yes, and the documentary talks about that. Um, bias is racial bias. And with some of the tests that you have to do, video um, interviews, um, it can weed you out according to how you look, or smile, or flinch your eyes. Uh, something like that so I mean I don't know if these tests are good to take they might be good for the employer because it's a billion dollar business but for those of us who may be looking for work or what have you it can be nerve-wracking and if you are nervous while you're taking the test and you may click a couple of wrong answers you could be weed it out and just imagine millions and millions of people taking these tests on on a daily basis and then you wonder why you don't hear back from the employer right so yeah so I mean (laughs) it can really um mess with your psyche and it can cause you to doubt Your self-worth, you wonder, am I hireable? What's wrong with me? Am I not good enough? You know, those things. Um, And so in the documentary, it dives into a young gentleman's life who was trying to get a job. He was an engineer and he was trying to get a job at Kroger. And he failed the test. And so from there, by his dad being a lawyer, they began to do research and come across these things that I'm talking about of how biased it is. So with that said, do you think older workers, because my audience is for grandparents, which means we're older. Do Mm -hmm. you think that in regards to racial component being biased, that there could be age discrimination that goes with that as well?
1: I definitely think so. I, I, you know, there's so many ways to word things. And, you know, I think that there is more modern language that, um, comes about as well as you know just words that are the way things are worded I think that the way that people answer it can it can definitely be telling of, of your age um, I yeah, know an example. can you
0: give an example
1: um, um, let me see oh I don't have one off the top of my head let me think about that but I definitely know that that could be a possibility um, as far as bias I know Um, You know, I'm in that contact center uh, association and we had a company come on and they were promoting their their software. And what it was is it was actually listening to the people's responses and, you know, just based on their diction and um, all these key things. It was really scary to me as far as how it was weeding people out so quickly. It was showing how they would be a success. It took their tone into consideration I think it took any you know the clarity it was taking into consideration accents um, and not just you know not just foreign accents but accents throughout the country Um, you know here in the Midwest there are a lot of call centers and that's because there tends to be not much of an accent like Kansas City has so many call centers because of our lack of accent hmm
0: didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, tell me why should people use staffing agencies? Does it take the pressure off of uh, just going online to find work? We, We come to you and we hand you our resume and you do the work for us tell us about why people should use staffing agencies
1: i definitely think that when you're looking for a job you need to use any tools that you can um and any network that you can to find employment. because you know i have a lot of companies that i've worked with for a long time and have really strong relationships with and if i get your resume and i see that it's something that they there's something in there of a, a, a skill set that they often use. I can send that to them and they can review it. And um, that's just another opportunity. I, I think that um, as staffing agencies, we're very, we're more, um, you know, we're more of a, a cheerleader for you. We want to help you get a job. We're here to help you. We want, we're, we're in it together. Um, we're just another uh, set of hands for you because we have your resume and we're trying to find, we're trying to find jobs for you. And while you're trying to find other jobs, so it's it's just getting more done. Um, I really think it's a, a smart thing to do. There should never be any cost to go to a staffing agency. If you're asked for any money, that's that's not a good thing. I know that there are some agencies that that can uh, do have costs associated with hmm,
0: I never knew that. Um, with staffing agencies, yours in particular, do you also assist with uh, resume uh, tweaking and things like that, especially for those who have probably been out
1: of the workforce for a while? Most definitely. I I enjoy helping people do that. And, you know, we do have some jobs that are um, we do some warehouse staffing and sometimes um, people don't have the skill set like on the computer to make a good resume and I'll just say write down where you worked and a brief description of what you did and make a and make them a really nice resume. And you don't know how helpful that is to people. And I really, really like that.
0: I bet. I bet. So for a seasoned quote unquote professional, <laughs> what <laughs> types of <laughs> what types of jobs are out there? You know, we've been dealing with this pandemic for a year now. Um, and so a lot of us have been um, out of work or working part-time. What, what type of jobs are running across your desk?
1: Well, this is a surprising thing. And um, I, I've spoken with a lot of other agencies, a lot of um, employers. And um, I, I think you're going to be really surprised at my statement. I do not have candidates. I, I am struggling to find people seeking employment. Um, what? yes definitely um for example we have a relationship for with a major greeting card company here in kansas city we do their distribution centers in liberty leavenworth and lawrence and um on average like not in 2019 um each month i'd get hundreds of resumes i am getting a dozen a week it is and they're not very good resumes I have a couple theories. Well, everybody has a couple theories on what's happening. I, I think number one, you know, if you can be unemployed and you're getting the extra money from the federal government, I know for a while they didn't, but they are now, um, you're going to make mo- just as much, if not more than you were if you were at work. And I, I would not blame you for staying home because there are some risks out there with COVID. People are afraid to go back to work. You have your children at home. Um, I think that a lot of people are, are still collecting unemployment. Um, I also think that, um, there's some people that are just, just waiting to see when everybody gets, when, when things get a little bit more quote unquote normal, and then they're going to go back to work. But I think that people have had time off work and they're realizing and reassessing their life and thinking is the job that they were at, is that what they really want to do? And I think we're going to see a lot of people changing careers. Um, but the really, really, truthfully is a lack of candidates.
0: And it makes sense for those factors that you just stated.
1: Um, Yeah. Um, and, and, you and, know, yeah, they, we... they got the, they got the, another $1,400. I know that it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you have, you know, two or three children, like my daughter, her family, they got $7,000. That's, more money than they've ever got at once in their whole entire lifetime that's a lot of money
0: yes and I, I like the fact you said reassessing everything uh, and changing careers as well um because th- this pandemic has just uprooted everything yeah <laughs> all yeah. of us can't you see that so though times.
1: You're you're kind of reflecting on things more you're like okay I'm so, you know, being home, working from home makes me so much happier. Or, you know, I'm so I'm so much less stressed out without having to go to that job. You know, you're taking a look at all aspects of your life and you're thinking about what's really important, what is important, you know, your health, Mm -hmm. your family, being happy, you know, um, getting ahead at work may not take the priority that it once did.
0: Oh, that's true. That's another good thought. You know, uh, rushing to climb the corporate ladder. You know, maybe that you're looking at and like, uh, thanks, but no thanks, you know? Right. So in addition to you assisting candidates with their resume, what about interviewing skills? Because by that, I think that uh, will play a role as well when um, people start to move out again and uh, apply for jobs, come to your agency. You know, what if we have forgotten or have uh, lacked on our interviewing skills? Do you assist with that as well?
1: Most certainly, I've had um, people ask me for for pointers, and I do have a um, whole packet that I have about you know um, a behavioral interview because we have some clients that that's exactly what they do, where they're looking for specific reactions so I I definitely send um, information on that and if if somebody's going to be in that situation because sometimes that's hard they're looking for a a specific task um, what action you took and what the results were it's like a star I don't know if you've ever heard of that but it's a specific you state your situation or when they ask you a question you're supposed to state your situation or task what action you took and what the results were and that's a real common thing in interviewing. They're looking for a star. Um, a star, that's an acronym, right? Yes. Also, um, you know, I do um, some volunteering um, uh, with, with some agencies where I will go and, um, you know, have some interviewing workshops around town. i, I do that a little bit.
0: Is that uh, currently happening now? Or are you doing that on Zoom or?
1: I I have not since since um, COVID started. No, but I oh. I was specifically gosh I should know the age and there's so many times it's a it, it's they help people um with homelessness and it's at 42nd and Troost um, I I have helped them a lot of times. I've had a lot of workshops there. Right now the name just is slipping my mind. But something
0: James, perhaps. Um, let me see. I think I know what. what uh, they do
1: the rate. They do the rate. Ra- they have a raise the rent um, gala every year. It's really big. It's real. It's a really awesome organization. They help so many people.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I think I know. What
1: you're about. Yeah, the they and you know, homelessness is is not something that is just for the poor. Or, you know, there's a lot of people, professional people, that become homeless and. Um certainly, they may have lost their job, and I have a, a a great relationship with the with that um agency and they refer me people that are are in need of work and I've placed quite a few people it's just a win win all around on that-
0: mm-hmm, I bet uh let me go back to something you mentioned about behavioral behavioral uh interviews um those are the worst <laughs> those yes. are the worst. Because, I mean, describe a time, tell us about. Right. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So do you suggest, because I do this. I did this when I was out there. I would just uh, grab a situation, one situation, and just use it across the board. It's like, well, this employer don't know that employer. So I just use the same story each
1: oh, time. Almost it's, certainly. You need you need to get a set of answers and use it and hone it. Because that's tough. It's tough when you somebody... the that is not made for everyone. And, you know, I, when I worked at one of the call centers here in town, that's, that's what they were looking for. And I did a lot of interviews and I would just about guide people that didn't get it. Cause there'd be really nice people that didn't know how, didn't know how to do it. So, you know, I try and assist them and try and like, can you tell me about a specific time? You know, I probably wasn't supposed to do it and then what happened, but if it, if I got the good answer, that's what I needed. But I think that so many people really freeze up in that situation if they've never been in an interview like that.
0: And I also think uh, uh, you freeze up on the question, why should we hire you? Why do you want to work here?
1: You know, I, to me though. You can't say, say, well, I have bills to pay. (laughs) I have, uh, you can't, that i think so what? my advice on that you know that's one of my favorite questions actually because <laughs> it's your chance to say good things about yourself and not many times in life can you brag about yourself and feel like you're doing the right thing but that question right there is your chance to say i am reliable i i will be a value to you you know you can say it you know, specific things from your past that prove that you're, you're a good person. Generally in a normal company, we cannot do that. And that's why it makes us so uncomfortable because nobody likes to brag about themselves. But think of this, of it this way that, you know, employers want to hire the best person. So you got to show them that you're the best person. And that's, that's a, that is a real good question. Where you'd be able to, sh- to, you know, show everybody that you're you're the right choice.
0: Well, the the challenge is getting past that assessment test, so you can have that opportunity. You know, that in front of the employer.
1: One thing I've you I've know? also read about, you know, the the personality testing. One thing is is like if somebody has a mental illness or bipolar disorder or depression. That is going to really, you know, personality testing is that going to, sh- that can be really impactful. You know, just because you're bipolar doesn't mean you can't work. But I think a personality test for a po- bipolar person would be very, very biased.
0: And, you know, unfortunately, in that documentary, uh, the gentleman that they highlighted, I don't want to give it away, but I- I'll just, yeah. might as well go ahead and, and describe and tell you. Uh. Uh, the dude that they highlighted, a young guy, he looked to be about 25, 26. His name is Kyle. He had that same issue of being bipolar. Right. Unfortunately, he ended up taking his own life. No. Um, oh, my.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I yes. could definitely s- s- see that, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I did I I proctored a personality test. Um, the one that I did, it was called Talent Plus. And I asked 72 structured questions. It took about oh, 30 to 45 minutes. Um, they they and I'll tell you what they were. They were a plus or a minus. It was uh, when I asked the question, whatever the, the answer was was a plus or a minus. And um just for example, one of the questions was on a one to 10 scale with 10 being highest, how honest are you? If you said anything other than 10, it was, you didn't pass. Yeah. And, and, and so many people don't like to say, you know, that that, they don't like to rate themselves so high because they think that they're being, you know, bragging or whatever, you know, how people, tend to tend to say not rate themselves a 10 on anything um mm-hmm. and there's another one i think this was an interesting question at the end of the day um before you leave before you leave for work what do you do and that's exactly what the question is and the the right answer is is that you organize and get ready. day anything I else- Oh, not talking co-workers and yeah, to yeah, or, you know, anything else that anybody's anybody said was 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 a, a minus. If you didn't say that you were, you know, y- you could say that you're straightening up your desk. That would probably be a plus, you know, because that's kind of organizing for the next day. But that was part of and these were by a psychiatrist that they had had these, you know, done for 50 years Um I did. I do have some faith. I don't think the talent plus was certainly was not age biased. Um, I, I don't know what kind of biases could be in there. I really believed in the test, but I, I also know that there were probably some people that didn't pass the test that, that I don't know, just because they didn't pass the test. Did that mean they shouldn't get the job? It's, it's a hard, hard no. You know, that's a hard no.
0: Well, it just goes to show you how much society has changed uh, from actually just showing up at a brick and mortar, going in, shaking the receptionist's hand, asking for the boss to come out and he has time or she has time to talk to you. You go in and you sell yourself right on the spot. Those days are absolutely gone. Um, and I think we just missing that human interaction of doing that. I think it may or am I? talking less no
1: I think that that is so (laughs) I think is so true well you know just like I do some sales trying to contact people and there's no going to meet anybody to talk about our business it all has to be through email or through LinkedIn or you know phone calls don't even hardly work anymore it's it's definitely a you know electronic world out there and that face-to-face I think that means a lot it means a whole lot. You can tell a whole lot by meeting somebody.
0: I think so, too. So what you're saying in a nutshell. Have a 30 second elevator speech that still goes a long way with selling yourself uh, when, when you're able to get the interview. Right. Um, be polished on your resume, be polished on your answers. Oh, and lastly, what we talk about is dress, you know, the dress code. Um, We've been laxed in that area, well, since the pandemic, but how should one still dress in 2021 when you go in for an interview?
1: To me, there's only one chance for a first impression. Um, I I would be offended if somebody went to an interview in jeans. Um, It's just, I know that it's 2021 and definitely more lax atmosphere, but if you're trying to get a job, First, first impression, um, you need to look polished, like you really want to impress or you want you want to sell yourself or that you want to get the job. I can tell you I've had some people come. And at my staffing agency, I always tell people not to dress for me. But I also do look, you know, sometimes the concern is if they're clean. I mean, with with people that work in a warehouse, it's and. One thing I always notice are people's shoes. <laughs> if you have nice and wow. uh, shoes, uh, shoes in your purse, um, I think that says a lot about a person. I, it doesn't have to be designer, but they need to be clean. Pa- okay. Do you know what? Do you know what I mean? They need to be clean and polished. Yeah, you oh. don't want to wear scuffed shoes and bring a, you know, a purse that's not doesn't look nice.
0: And a great thing about top resources, because I had, I, I will, con, uh, full disclosure, I have been on short-term assignments and long-term assignments with you guys, and I've always had a, a great experience. The pay was good. Uh, employers, employers that you sent me to, uh, they were fantastic. So I highly recommend uh, to the Simply Grand audience to um, to visit you guys, you know? <laughs> So with with Top, you have um not only warehouse positions but oh, yeah positions and
1: professional yeah, right? Well, um I just want to say um in, in reference to you, you were always an excellent dependable employee and represented top so well and we were very proud to have you um on the top team. So uh, thank you for saying nice things about top, but definitely want to give a shout out to you as well because you you did a great job. Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. Well, I am so glad we had this conversation today. And if folks who's looking for work want to contact you, uh, what's the best phone number uh, to reach you at and your website?
1: It is 913-649-9393. And we are at Top Resources. T O P R E -S 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 S. Ources dot com
0: dot com. And lastly, I will say every time I've called there, whoever answers the phone, she is the nice oh, That's
1: nice to hear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jane. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And uh, you, you too. Take thank care. You. Oh. oh, and. And uh how's that how's your grandkids? You're oh your my gosh. Oh, they, I,
1: I, I am so, so blessed. I um had my grandson who is six, he spent the night on Saturday and we just had a ball.
0: <laughs> oh, how wonderful. How wonderful. Okay, grandmother. Or right, what do you he call Nana? He calls Grand- me
1: Mimi. I really didn't want to be called anything but Jane, but my daughter wouldn't let me, so she she gave me <laughs> Mimi. <laughs>
0: Mimi, I love it. That's so cute. All right, Mimi. I love (laughs) this. (laughs)
1: Cheney. You too. Take
0: care, dear, and thank thank you you again. Bye-bye. All righty. One thing we didn't discuss is compensation. I'm sure the Simply Grand audience has gone through the process of salary negotiations, but as far as top resources, Ms. Johnson stated to me that top is very aware of the pay range for many jobs in the Kansas City market. They discuss and track fair pay. And if the associate is not being paid enough, they will not stay on that assignment. So just make sure you get a fair and livable wage. Thank you so much for tuning in to Simply Grand's podcast today. Make sure you tune in each Thursday for new episodes. And you can follow Simply Grand on Facebook and Instagram at Simply Grand Grand
1: See you next week.